The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Wanted to start the show with this today and reaction that continues to roll in to the federal government's fiscal update. Uh, there are plenty of concerns, including from Canada's doctors. The Canadian Medical Association says the health system is sending an SOS and that uh, the economic update should have offered health care providers hope and relief and a glimpse of what to do to keep the system afloat. Instead, it falls short, says Dr. Ann Collins, the president of the Canadian Medical Association. She joins me this afternoon. Dr. Collins, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. All right. Last time we talked was in uh, the end of October. And at that time, the Canadian Medical Association was saying, you know, we were talking about wait times. Uh, The CMA was saying that it would take $1.3 billion in additional money to tackle sidelines from January to June because of the pandemic. When you listened to that fiscal update yesterday, you said um, you didn't hear what you were hoping to hear. You say we're at a critical tipping point. Can you expand on that? Why are we at a critical tipping point? What were you expecting or wanting to hear yesterday? Well, we were looking for a really strong health care signal from government in this update. We were looking for something that would give our colleagues, those physicians and health care providers that have been on the front line in this pandemic now for 265 days, give them some feeling of hope to help alleviate their exhaustion and we didn't see that we saw very little uh, if anything addressed to health care at all and we've been saying and pointing out in many ways that that we are at a tipping point those cracks that existed in in our health system prior to COVID-19 are there they're worse and they're widening So, Dr. Collins, what would those signals have been? What did you want to see in that update yesterday? If you're talking specifics, what would they be? We would have liked to have seen a really strong signal um, acknowledging and addressing the mental health impact that this uh, pandemic is having on all Canadians. Our our frontline health care providers are at great risk of developing psychological trauma from this and will need ongoing care and support now and after the pandemic. The backlog that you referenced, uh, Mm -hmm. that was from the first uh, wave of this pandemic, the first pause, if you will, that was put on those what are considered elective or non-urgent services. And we know, you just know from what's happening in many parts of the country that that's going to only be aggravated and worsened. And public health, I mean, really, public health is is the underlying, it's the backbone of the management of the pandemic. And again, really nothing to address what they need in resources to carry on their pandemic work, but also to recognize the importance that they play in keeping um, you know, Canadians healthy and in the community. So those are just, a, you know, a few examples of where there could have been some acknowledgement of, of the health Do- system. 
Dr. Ann Collins joining me this afternoon, the president of the Canadian Medical Association. And Dr. Collins, in your statement that uh, was sent out, you said the reality is that our healthcare system is on the verge of crumbling. Can you expand on that? Because those are those are are that's that's a that's a scary statement. That is a, a powerful statement. That is a statement that should have Canadians sitting up and, and taking notice. And as we all should, including our leaders, our leaders at all levels of government, uh, federal, provincial, right out to the health authorities, we're seeing conditions now where uh, because of this pandemic, um, hospital beds are filling up, ICUs are at um, capacity in some areas, and decisions uh, around, you know, cancelling surgeries and other health care services are needing to be made and then again going back to those providers the physicians the nurses all other health care providers that have been working tirelessly uh, you know we're hearing stories of, of, of burnout we're hearing of staffing issues people are exhausted and and you need people to run this system you need healthy people people that are feeling supported and, and psychologically well and safe. There has been uh, a lot of talk certainly out here in Alberta over the past couple of years about uh, about uh, the health care budget in this province and the amount of, of money that goes towards health care and there's been a lot of talk about trying to trim the fat, trying to find efficiencies in this system um, and, and I, I'm sure Dr. Collins, uh, my listeners right now are saying, you know, we just can't be you know, putting our hand out and asking for more money. What is being done at other levels to find efficiencies, to find some of the cash that might help address some of these needs. What do you say to that? Well, I know that uh, that's an ask that's put on health authorities all across this country. But the point is that we have to go back to the Canadians, to the patients, or really people maybe who, who have never been a patient but in 34 years of practicing medicine, I very well know that you can very quickly become a patient and, and require multiple services and over a prolonged period of time. And we have aging demographics, uh, not just in the East, but across the country, um, and, and demands, and not just demands, but necessity for health care is rising. So we need to have a, a, a modernized approach and, of course, we know that the ministers uh, or the premiers and the prime minister are meeting next week, um, a long-awaited meeting, a first time in 16 years around the, the uh, health transfer. Yeah. So this is a, an opportune time. You know, it, it, it's the perfect convergence, if you will. We've, we know what existed prior to COVID. COVID's exacerbated. We've got this important conversation coming up. We need to develop a new way of doing things. Uh, Dr. Collins, um, you, you touched on this. There was some money that um, was allocated to support long-term care. It was about a billion dollars announced yesterday. I suspect that there's many people out there saying that that's just the tip of the iceberg. Your thoughts on, on that part of the announcement yesterday? Well, clearly it's good to see that there is some commitment there, but you're right, that is it represents the tip of the iceberg in looking at 
uh, long-term care, what needs to be done to improve the living conditions for seniors, where they are now, uh, looking at ways of improving conditions so that seniors can stay in their communities uh, for as long as possible, and, and looking at modifying um, those congregate living uh, areas moving forward. So um, it's, it's a huge area that's going to take a lot of strategy, a unified uh, way of approaching this. So a good, uh, you know, good to see some commitment to it, but it, it, it is. It's going to need a lot more initiative, a lot more cooperation standards going forward to protect our, our very vulnerable seniors. Dr. Hollins, before I let you go, um, in, in the letter that uh, was sent out, it said that you had presented to the House of Commons Standing Committee on Health about the impacts of COVID-19 and um, a, a number of the points that I've brought up with you this afternoon have been from that presentation. Can you tell me about the feedback? What was the response from parliamentarians? What was the response from those who were on the other side of the screen screen listening to what you were telling them? Te you were telling them that, you know, we're under immense pressure that this is an SOS that we're at a crumbling point what was their reaction I think that uh parliamentarians yesterday heard clear messages around the multiple effects that this pandemic is having um, on people living in Canada uh, I think that uh, to some extent they heard new information or, or just heard the grassroots message of what's actually happening out there. How optimistic are you that uh, they're listening and that things might change, that you might get someone to say, okay, hey, you know what? No, we're listening to you. We're willing to help out. I think that we always have to have hope that, that uh, our leaders will see that this is a global pandemic that knows no interprovincial barriers and it knows no politics and it it's going to need a unified approach to push back and to get ahead of this virus uh, it's it's our enemy right now we need a, a sound strategy to um, control it Dr. Ann Collins joining me this afternoon. Always good to talk with you, the president of the Canadian Medical Association. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you betcha. So Dr. Collins saying this afternoon that um, she's saying, you know, the system was stressed before the pandemic. Uh, it's now reached a critical tipping point that uh, her colleagues, the people who work alongside them, are exhausted and facing burnout. Um, and she said that there needs to be there needs to be some leadership required to keep our health system afloat um, and went on to say uh, that this was an SOS. Uh, that the reality is that our healthcare system is on the verge of of crumbling. So again, and I I know you know the question is is you know where does more money come from, right? Where does more money come from? I think you know in my head, you know, to try to get the pandemic under control, we need to make sure that our health uh, systems, our healthcare systems, are operating uh, efficiently, and and they have the people and the staff, well, the the staffing, and uh, the infrastructure needed to deal with that. Um, we can go back and we can, you know, you know, chew on the bone for ages about, you know, trying to find efficiencies 
families in a system that uh, for years we've been talking about trying to find efficiencies. Um, uh, the, the current provincial government saying we have to do that uh, as well. But right now, when it is being taxed, you know, how do we make sure and how do we ensure that the people who are working on the front line have what they need? Um, you heard uh, Dr. Collins mention the fact that the next week uh, the First Ministers are going to meet to discuss health care sustainability and funding through the Canada Health Transfer. And that transfer, by the way, is the money that the federal government sends to the provinces and territories to help pay for health care, which is a provincial responsibility. And at last word, um, I think we were getting about $4.8 billion in 2021. Yeah, the government of Alberta will receive $6.6 billion through major transfers, but $4.8 billion for the health transfer. The Prime Minister was asked about it today, was asked about those increased health transfers. They want to see more come to the province. Um, as, as I said, the Premiers are asking for billions more each year to deal with the rising cost of health care, but uh, Justin Trudeau focusing, saying right now he just wants to get through the pandemic first. We're going to have conversations with the provinces about what uh, their needs are right now through this pandemic. And we're all going to take a look at what the needs could be uh, after this pandemic is through. So currently, the federal government set to transfer about $42 billion for health care to the province uh, this year. That's about 22% of the actual cost. The premiers want the federal share increased to 35%. But again, the PM non-committal when asked about um, when, if uh, we might see the increase in those health care transfers. I look forward to that conversation with the premiers uh, to look at how we can ensure uh, that we are supporting people right now and that our health care systems are sustainable into the future. He says he wants to get through the pandemic first. I'm going to suggest that you you might want to look at the fact that you're in the middle of the pandemic and make sure that you're providing everything that's needed to the health system out there um, right now to ensure that you actually get through the pandemic.